Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon. You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real Wood smoke, real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program already in progress. It's hour two on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Hall of Famer Jim Nance will join us coming up. We'll check in with the New York football giants. Their quarterback, Daniel Jones, will join us. Voice of the Yankees, Michael Kay from the Yes Network, will stop by as well. The Raiders lost last night to the Chargers, leaves the Cardinals as the only remaining 4-0 team. This is the first time since 2017 there's been only one 4-0 NFL team. That was the Chiefs through the first four weeks of the season. Last year, six teams made it through the first four games with 4-0 records. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Poll question, McLovin, from the first hour, and are we going to stay with it second hour? Uh, right now, it's who is the team to beat in the AFC, and it's the Bills number one with the Chargers number two, Chiefs number three. Uh, I think we're going to switch it up to which young quarterback would you want to start? We're going to go 24 and under, which knocks Josh Allen out. So you got Kyler Murray, uh, Justin Herbert, um, Joe Lawrence. Burrow, and Trevor Lawrence. Okay. All right. Unless there's anyone else you want to add on that. Uh, obviously, two is not going to make it. Uh, no, not right now. Uh, and yeah, that is our list. So right. Herbert Murray, Burrow, or Lawrence. Let's bring in the Hall of Famer, Jim Nance. Jim was on the call, Steelers and the Packers. He has the Dolphins and the Buccaneers this Sunday on CBS. Morning, Jim. How are you? Hello, friend. I like this little chat you're having about best quarterbacks under the age of 24. It's uh, It's an exciting time for the game. And I mean, you could pretty much draw any one of those names and be happy. But this kid, Justin Herbert, is amazing. We saw it again last night. I had two of the first three games. And he's not only the real, real deal, but this team is. They're going to be in it to the end, I think. All right. On the other side of that rainbow, you have Ben Roethlisberger. You, got, you and Tony got to see Ben up close, personal. Uh, what would you do if you're Mike Tomlin in the Steelers with Ben? Uh, that's a tough one because I – you know, he truly, truly doesn't have any help up front. There is absolutely no cohesion. When you go 
looking at left tackle, we're not talking about a first rounder. We're talking about a fourth rounder at left tackle, a second year player at left guard who didn't play a ton last year and a rookie center. What do you expect? I mean, in, in the game that we saw, he threw a strike down the field on their first possession to Deontay Johnson that looked like the Ben of old. But, man, he's running for his life. The problem is he can't run like he used to. Remember how hard he was to bring down? You could never tackle him. Yeah. Well, that's different now. But uh, I would give it some more time. I think there's uh, way too much pressure right now and attention on got to make a change. By the way, if they had a quarterback in waiting that I thought was going to have a better outcome, that would be another story. I don't see that right now. So, uh I, I'm still with Ben, and, uh, and I think it's a sign of respect, too. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, big-time career records and all that. And uh, you don't want to see anybody end their career that way where people are, are dumping on you. But also, Jim, you know how this works. Everybody has to have a take. We Every week, it's like, that's I know exactly how good that team is or how bad that team is. I mean, Jameis Winston was a dark horse candidate for MVP after week one. Aaron Rodgers didn't care about playing for the Packers. He's nonchalant. Like, you and Tony probably have to fight that urge of saying, I kind of know what this team is or this this player is. I'm not a hot take guy, Dan, and I know we live in a hot take world. And I was watching the pregame shows on Sunday. I won't name any names, but... You know, I heard someone make a declaration that you can take it to the bank, that the Giants are going to be 0-10 after 10 weeks. If you look at their schedule, you can book it right now. They're 0-10. Three hours later, they've got a victory. <laughs> so it's just, hey, that was a great take. The problem is it had a very short shelf life. And sometimes you have to just kind of weed through all this and, and try to get to something that's a little more common sense. How are your conversations with Aaron Rodgers? You'd be, uh, I don't think you'd be surprised because you've talked to him enough times. The guy is brilliant and uh, he's, he's thoughtful. He's insightful. We, we talked to him on Friday and I asked him who was uh, harder to replace. I never got this on the air, by the way. So now I get a place to dispense this information. There this is go. great. Who was harder to replace Brett Favre or Alex Trebek? Okay. <laughs> what do you think? Alex Trebek. Bingo. Correct. Because he can do what Brett Favre did. It's really right. hard to replicate what Alex Trebek did. And Trebek did it for over three decades. You know, he's an interesting study, uh, Aaron, because when his career is over, and he's, he's nowhere close, I believe, to calling it quits. I think that longevity-wise, if there's a guy that's going to do it as long as Tom Brady is going to set the, the pace here, I, I think Aaron's the guy that could do it. Um, now, where will he be? That's another question. But after football, his next act, he could be a game show host. I know that he's interested in doing that. And it doesn't have to be Jeopardy. It could be something else. I think he could be in acting. Uh, we, we, we know that in his personal life, he's close to that Hollywood world, uh, Hollywood world. And if you watch his commercials, he's pretty darn gifted at it. If he wanted to be an analyst and, and sit in the booth, I think he would be exceptional. So, I mean, he's got so many options out there. Uh, it's it's going to be an interesting study, but I think that's five or six years down the road minimum. Were you approached to audition for uh, Jeopardy? No. No, and and uh, I had a lot of people ask me that. Not, not I'm not talking about in the media, but I got asked that by friends. I had no interest in it. I don't want to ever cloud 
this is just me, okay? That doesn't mean anybody else, you know, if they wanted to do it and have some fun with it, that's cool. But my love is, is, is telling stories about sports. I don't aspire to be anything else. Uh, I, I kind of like dabbled in that world a little bit. Early in my career, I hosted the, the morning show on CBS as a fill-in, as a backup to Brian Gumbel. And eventually I got offered that job full-time. And I faced a real crossroads of my career. Did I want to go into news? Or did I want to stay with what was driving me, what was in my heart since I was a kid? And once I made that decision, I wasn't going to news. I wasn't going to morning television. I was staying in sports. I made the determination then. I don't want to ever cloud the picture again. This just is for me. By the way, I think it takes a lot of talent to be able to do that. I know there are others who auditioned. I know Joe did it. He did it well. But for me, I just want people to know that I love what I'm doing. That doesn't mean everybody else doesn't love what they're doing. But I don't want to be doing anything else. This is the job of my dreams, and I cherish it, and that's just the way I look at it. There's a new book out, uh, You Are Looking Live. That's the opening line of the uh, new show that uh, was on CBS in 1975, The NFL Today, and it launched the careers of Brent Musburger, Phyllis George, Irv Cross, Jimmy the Greek, and uh, the title of the book, uh, you know, uh, you wrote, Jim, you wrote the, uh, the forward to this? What did that? Did. What did that show mean to you when you were growing up? That was my favorite show on television. Now people would say, "Wait a minute, you can't count that against episodic television like Mission Impossible and All in the Family and Mary Tyler Moore." But for me, I couldn't wait until twelve thirty on Sundays. People forget it was a half hour show. Dan, you know it. It wasn't an hour show. You didn't have programming all week long. You didn't have the content. You didn't have the internet. You didn't have the feedback. We were all starved for information, those of us who loved the NFL. And that show not only provided you that information, it entertained you. So uh, it, it really, truly was one of the things that tugged me to want to be in this business. Rich uh, did a fabulous job writing this book. And as far as history in the industry, you won't believe some of the things that are in there. They extend beyond the base crew that you just talked about. Um, I was blown away by his research and how close he was to so many of those people. For example, it gets into some of the history of people that came through CBS back in the 70s, not just in the studio. I'll take Al Michaels, okay? I mentioned Al on the broadcast on Sunday. Al happened on Sunday to have the game of the year that everyone wanted, Tampa Bay and New England. It fell the date, October the 3rd, on the exact 50 year to the day anniversary of Al's first ever NFL call, which was Buffalo against Minnesota on NBC. Johnny Morris was uh, his broadcast partner. And um, not only was OJ in the game, Al Cowlings played in the game for Buffalo. Norm Sneed was the quarterback for Minnesota. Al got $750 to do that game. Now, Rich got into the fact that that was, that was Al's uh, first game. Then he came over to CBS to do play-by-play for a short while. But I called Al on Friday. I had somebody tip me off on the date and everything that was going to be that day. He did not know. He said, are you sure? I said, you can look it up October the 3rd. And I said, I'm going to mention on, um, on, on Sunday in the doubleheader game, pal. But, um, yeah, there's just some great background. You are looking live. That, that Those words, when they would leave the lips of Brent Musburger, who I just have endless respect for Brent, uh, it would give me chills. You know, we're so similar, Dan, in age and likes and dislikes. I know it impacted you the same way. I know you felt the same sense of excitement 
when the first shot would come up out of black and you are looking live at RFK Stadium in Washington. And you just you were just totally riveted. And um, I, I, this book comes at a really, really good time, I believe, uh, because you don't want to get too far past those glory days. That was, in my estimation, the greatest studio show of all time. And somebody needed to document it, and nobody could have done it better than Rich did. And then you find out that Brent would say you're looking live to let the gamblers know these are the weather yeah. conditions at Soldier Field. <laughs> you know, when I uh, auditioned for CBS in 1985, I, I auditioned on a Saturday early in the football season. Um, and and uh, I won the host role for college college football and, and, and hosted the show with Pat Hayden. A few weeks later, Teddy Shaker, who was our executive producer, had a huge impact on me getting my career started. He said, you ought to come by and watch Brent do the show. Well, he didn't have to ask twice. So I stuck around after one of my early shows on CBS and I sat in the back of the studio and I watched him do the Greek's Corner. And I watched him come on that wide shot with that great anthem, the song behind the NFL. I'm like, is this real? Did I actually sit in that same chair yesterday? This is crazy. Is this really happening? Um, the show was mesmerizing. Phyllis, of course, was pioneering and groundbreaking. We just lost her. Sadly, we also just lost Irv Cross. Mike Pearl, who was the producer behind that show, uh, died in this last year. Um, but true legendary stuff. And I think anyone who's a sports fan is going to love, love this book, whether you're old enough to remember that show or not. Do you ever gamble? Uh, if you call fantasy football gambling, I guess. But, um, but not on a game. Oh, gosh, no, no. No, I don't even know. And I need to probably pay a little more attention to it because, you know, you see where everybody's going with it. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's everywhere. The commercials you go to, it's, it's all time. But we're, we're first off, that is absolutely taboo. If you're, if you're calling games and, and gambling at the same time, now I'm not saying the likelihood that there are people out there doing it in our profession is very high. I would never think about doing that. Um, I just, I, it's just, it's just ethically, I don't think you can do it, but um, are you factoring in point spreads, though, in, in, you know, during your broadcast? Is it mentioned? I don't. Okay. I don't. I probably should pay closer attention to it. Uh, take Al, for example. He's always had fun with this game isn't over. <laughs> yeah. You know, like that. Uh, I haven't worked those in because I feel like that's kind of uh, Al's got the rights to that. Um <laughs> But I did Pittsburgh and Green Bay on, on Sunday. I couldn't tell you right now what the line was for that game. So uh, I'm so locked into the process of preparation, talking to players and coaches. You get a pretty good feel after you meet with everyone where the game might be going. Oftentimes you're surprised. But the lines, I don't pay any attention to. Uh, Seton O'Connor, of course, one of the Danettes, does some impersonations that uh, you might be uh, entertained by. Seton, do you want to give Jim Nance your Al Michaels impersonation? And not many people do an Al Michaels impersonation, but Seton did this to Al Michaels, just to let you know. All right. And there he goes. <laughs> the Lamar Jackson game. He kept saying, <laughs> and there he goes. And so Seton goes. A I five said, wide, empty backfield. And there he goes. <laughs> and, pretty darn good. And if we had Tony Romo on, Seton also does a Tony Romo impersonation. I think Jim, we're going to run it to the left. There you go. <laughs> we, Seton, you know, I, I, of course, you know, we've been in each other's company before. 
And I didn't know you had the talent <laughs> that could go this far wide. Uh, it, it's just becoming Caliendo S. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it, yeah. It's getting good. You know, he's got, he's got a bit that he does with, uh, with our booth. And he, and he does Tony. I think he's got Tony just dead ringer. That he has me always, no matter what the scenario is saying, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> and there, were, there was a time when, when Frank first came out with that. I admire him greatly, by the way. Um, one of the first times he, he came out with that bit. And I was having everyone forward it to me. Like, have you seen this? Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. And, and I continue to see it. And um, I said to Tony, I said, we got to work this into the game. So we did. We had, I can't tell you, the game was late last season. And it might maybe even reappear on a national network doubleheader game coming to you soon. But whatever we go through, um, if there's a big play and it merits it, we, we do a little, if you will, spoof of Frank doing us. Tony! <laughs> Tony! <laughs> I didn't realize you did that, but it, it works for me. Yeah. Hey, it's great to see you. Uh, hope you're doing Always. well. And uh, have fun with the Dolphins and the Buccaneers this Sunday. Thanks, pal. Let's stay in touch. Thank great you, buddy. to talk to you. That's Jim Nance, Hall of Famer. And the, uh, he wrote the foreword to the book, You Are Looking Live. I just started reading it. But I grew up, and that was in the sweet spot for me. And I just remember it, it was only a half hour. But it's it's the you know the pregame show would get done and then you'd go. I wish there was a little bit more of the pregame, but they, you know they were always you know leading into a game and Brent was so good. Also, Bryant Gumble, Bryant Gumble did the NBC version of this, and I thought Bryant was spectacular. And you had a little bit of a rivalry there, but all these pregame shows, you know, you go from a half hour to three hours, to four hours. Uh, our Super Bowl coverage, when I was hosting that, it was like an eight-hour pregame show. Like it's, You keep saying, you know, the, the audience will let you know when it's too much. And they haven't let us know that it's too much. We'll take a break. Uh, phone calls and a new poll question coming up. Uh, 877-3DP-SHOW. 17 after the hour here at Dan Patrick Show. Discover the Discover credit card, and you're going to discover this. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically. No limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of the places in the United States that take credit cards take Discover. And that means when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing the word yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, you know I love talking NFL MVP odds, no matter what week it is. Why not start at the beginning of the year? Prior to, after week one. And there are updated NFL MVP odds available. This is courtesy of BetMGM. Let me see. Let me look at these odds here. Let's see if there's any surprises. Um... 
Kyler Murray is your favorite. Patrick Mahomes, then Tom Brady, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford, Justin Herbert, Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, Derek Carr, Lamar Jackson. Todd, I'll give you first pick. Who do you think will be the MVP this year? I am going to. I don't know why I'm believing in the Cowboys, but I'm going to take Dak Prescott. Okay, Dak Prescott. All right, all right. Feel good story. Uh, that's a good one. There was a groan, an audible groan on the other side of the glass with the Danettes. Yeah, Paulie. That's a value pick at plus 1,200. Dak mm. Prescott's got three touchdowns, four touchdowns, and the broken ankle mm. storyline. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I think strength of schedule for them is pretty weak. Yes, it is. Yes, at least for the first uh, next eight games, seven games, something like that. Yes, McLovin. And Washington's defense isn't the defense no, we expected. No. All right, McLovin. All right, I'm going no value, but I'm going to go Patrick Mahomes, and I'll tell you why. Because he is on pace for 60 touchdowns this season because of the 17th game. Wow, you so, really went out on a limb there, McLovin. People are down on Mahomes. How could you? He just threw five touchdown passes. He can't play defense. Well, other people say, you know, that makes him even stronger. That's why I like it. Exactly. That defense stinks right now, so he's going to rack up the numbers. All right. Seton O'Connor, Mahomes is off the board along with Dak Prescott. Oh, man. I kind of want to say TB12, even though I said he would have the worst season of his career. That was a hot take. Well, you did say he'd have the most interceptions of his career. Right. Can you have uh, all-time career Mm. interceptions year and win MVP at the same time? All right. I don't know, but I'm going with my guy TB12. All right. Paulie Esther? He had a scalding hot first three weeks, a bit of a cooling this week, so he's a value pick. Matthew Stafford of the Rams. All right. I thought you were going to say Derek Carr. Mm. Um, a bit of a cooling. Aaron Rodgers can't be MVP this year because he can't be better this year than he was last year. I'm guessing. So I get two picks because it's a snake draft. <laughs> I am going to take... Josh Allen, and I will take Kyler Murray, my good friend Kyler Murray. Paulie, you're next. Wow. Um, You didn't know it was a snake draft, did you? I'm going to go with Russell Wilson. Slow September. No one's on the bandwagon after what happened last fall when he was the favorite. He needs to win it in the second half. I'm going to go Russ. All right. Seton O'Connor. Can I take the final option, all others, 5,000 plus or higher? Yes. I want that. I want everybody else who's not even on the list. Can I take them? All right. Everybody who's not a really good quarterback. I'm taking right now my, my second pick is all others 5,000 okay. plus. All right. That's plus sneaky, 5,000. Sneaky, sneaky pick. McLovin? Well, there's one obvious one on here, but it's not interesting. I mean, Justin Herbert is the obvious pick, right? Yeah. I'm going to take Tennessee Titans running back Derrick Henry off the board. Well, no. Seaton gets that. I have him. Uh, <laughs> then I'm going to go. How about Kansas City Chiefs wide receiver Tyreek Hill? No, I have him. he has everybody who's I not took, on the list. I he, took every other player in the league except for the ones on this list. Do you see the bottom of this? It says all others. How about Debo Samuel? Is that in there too? Got him. Oh, man. Yeah, got him. Like your baseball cards. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to give you Justin Herbert. Fine. Okay. Todd, last pick. I'm gonna hey, get, McLovin, how did you not understand that? All, well, all others. others. But I thought in the snake draft, you could pick one out of that name. No, it's called all others. I took one of the <laughs> options in the list presented to me of apparently the NFL all, MPV odds. All others. 
I took the final option, all others. All right, Todd. Plus 5,000. He's not going to get it, but he's got a lot to prove and a huge chip on his shoulder. I'm going to go with Derek Carr. Okay. Yes, Paul. It'd be great if Roger Goodell in early January goes, and the NFL MVP is all others. (laughs) (laughs) What, McLovin? Derek Carr has got an issue. We all, I mean, can we, we don't shy away from things on the show, do we? No. I got two words for him. Dudes need some cream rinse. His hair under his helmet is just looking super weird these days. And he's supposed to be one of the handsome quarterbacks in the NFL. No, now it's called conditioner now. It was cream rinse when I was auditioning to work for Fox. Yes, he. Do you know that of all the years I've heard you tell that story, I never knew cream rinse was conditioner? Yeah. And had no idea. They used to call conditioner, it was called cream rinse. And then when I met with David Hill and I was going to be the host of Fox uh, pregame show, and then that's when he got up from the table when we went to lunch in Arizona during the Super Bowl week, and he said, two words for you, cream rinse. And then he walked away. And I didn't know what that meant until my wife goes, how did it go? I go, I think well, but he said, two words for you, cream rinse. And she goes, oh. And I go, what, what? And she goes, your hair, it's too puffy, right? And I said, yeah, he said my hair was puffy. He said, cream rinse. By the way, it wasn't two words for you. It was two words for you, cream rinse. Your hair's too puffy. Puffy. That must have hurt because your hair. Oh, I know. Why did he say that to you? I don't know. That's going after the jugular. Not literally. I I mean, he sent a message loud and clear. He got into my head and got into my hair, not my head. (laughs) And therefore, I didn't get the job. And that like was his parting shot of like, all right, I already yeah. know I'm not going to hire this guy. Oh, by the way, your hair's too okay. puffy. I've had these moments with really important people in this business. Um, so David Hill, one of the great TV minds. And, you know, he says, you know, two words, cream rinse. Mark Shapiro, who was my boss at ESPN, said I was over the hill and wouldn't get another job if I didn't sign the contract that he had in front of me. And then you have Sean McManus at CBS, who famously said to me at the final four, uh, I want you to work for CBS uh, Sports. And I go, no, it's CBS Sport. Because they didn't have anything else. They had lost the NFL. (sighs) That didn't help. Don't you mean CBS Sport? Yeah. What does that accomplish? I I have (laughs) no idea to this day. I, I don't know if I wanted to work at CBS. Maybe that's what it was, that I, I really enjoyed what I was doing at ESPN. You would have had a lot more time off at CBS. Yes, I would have, but I, I don't know why I said, oh, you mean CBS Sport. I mean, <laughs> just being a jerk. And, I, 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 and, and Sean is a, a really nice man, and uh, I did meet with him again, and we did talk about that moment, and I think he sort of laughed. I mean, not one of those, uh, yeah, that was funny, because at the time, CBS had lost the NFL to Fox. Yes, Paulie? I just found a picture of uh, Fox former executive David Hill. For him to critique your hair, it's like, he didn't have A-level hair. But he wasn't on the air. I know. He was saying this as a TV executive. Oh, these executives never been on the air. Like, that's where you laugh and you go, dude, do you have any idea what this is like? Do you have any idea? And that's what, here's another one. Steve Bornstein, who started the NFL Network, was my boss at ESPN. When we went to lunch 
McCormick's in Bristol. And I remember sitting there and he said, you know, talent, you're just, you know, bleeping. You're just bleeping talent without the bleeping in there. And I and I said to him, do you think you could do my job? And he goes, no. I said, because I could do your job. And then he didn't know what to say. <sighs> said, yeah, and guess what? I got two words for you. Cream, Cream rinse. rinse. <laughs> your hair's too puffy, too. David. Oh, David Hill. Yes, Todd. So let me get this straight. Golden boy, cream rinse. You'll never get another job again. You're just talent, just among the things that were uh, said to you. So I don't know what kind of therapy you need or you've had over that. That's a lot of stuff. I I think they need therapy, not me. <laughs> but you had to still digest that. I know I did. Like, imagine your head coach, your basketball coach, doesn't call you by your name. You're golden boy. And you start to think, does he, does he like me? And then I realized he didn't. And I was like, oh. It's not good. Yes, Eden. You know, looking back now, you, you really owe that coach a, a huge debt of gratitude because that coach who didn't like you mm. has set you up to deal with all of the bosses throughout your career who didn't like you either. And now you can handle it better. You were able to handle all of this turmoil so much better because of that coach. By golly, golden boy, like you're just talented. Yeah, no, I'm golden boy. I don't care. And, what he, and he had this nervous tick where he'd stick his thumb right below his belly button <laughs> and he had a like a part of his bike shorts that were worn out by golly golden boy and i'd go sports hernia yeah, yes he could have given himself a sports hernia my my therapy my therapist is my wife because she'd always be the one to say wait so they said you're over the hill and you won't get another job if you don't sign the contract why do they want you to sign the contract if you're over the hill and can't get another job and i go i don't know Wait, you said what to your boss after he says you're just bleeping talent? I said, I can do your job. You can't do mine. Mm. Yeah, Paul. Was your wife's role back then to calm you down or to <clears throat> get you to make a call, make a decision? What was her role in that situation? No, just I think she was the voice of reason that she would just say, well, here's what I think they're saying. <laughs> because I would go, I don't, I don't know. If, do they like me? Because my, my approach was always, F him. My wife would go, ah, you know, let's, let's just uh, let's talk about this. Although Keith Oberman probably would have said, F him. And he did that after the famous meeting when we thought we were going to get fired at SportsCenter. And we walked out of that, and the first thing Oberman said was, F him. I go, F him? Yeah, F him. And I went, okay. My wife goes, how did it go? I go, F them. And she goes, oh, what? I go, no, Keith said that. To them? I go, no, 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 no. He just said it to me. Like, F them. And I went, and she goes, okay. This is a great business, by the way. If you'd like to get into this business, Full Sail University, Dan Patrick School. Get a degree. Yeah. Some of the people I work with at ESPN work with me at Full Sail University. Yes, yes. Eden. My wife, uh, sometimes when I'm like having one of those like, uh, like this is going wrong or whatever. And she'll be like, OK, hold on. Let's just calm down. You know, like, let's put things in per perspective. Everybody's healthy. Everybody. And I'm like, I know, but that doesn't mean that this doesn't suck. <laughs> like, I know that we're all healthy, but this still sucks. Yeah. So I know. OK, come on. Let's just put it into perspective. Everyone's fine. You know, we're doing OK. And I'm like, no. <laughs> And that's that's just uh, with Todd. That you that's have just with issue. Todd, yeah. where I'm like these limericks. <laughs>
Limericks. Oh, why does the Dan keep going to these oh, Limericks? Mock headlines oh, already. Enough. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know what we have? Ah, nice. We have a Limerick off of last night's Charger Raider That's a game. perfect setup. By Let's you. get it over with. Get it over with. Here we go. The night started out with lightning. A pre-Halloween delay so frightening. Then Justin Herbert led the attack while fans cheered silver and black. Now the AFC West is tightening. Okay. All right. All right. I'm into it. I'll take that little smattering. It's better right. than I usually get. If uh, if you go to danpatrick.com, Todd has a bundle of limericks that you'll never have to buy a card <laughs> for That's an entire That's what he was screaming about with his wife the other day. Yeah. Dinner, he's talking about. Yeah, so you have uh, birthdays, you have Hanukkah, you have Christmas, New Year's Eve. Are they all as good as that one, Dan? Uh, they're, they're better. And the cards are beautiful. Go to danpatrick.com. By the way, when are we going to um, start revealing the calendar? Because that calendar should be ready for people to order here pretty soon, just in time for the holidays. How about after Halloween? Maybe we do a a slow reveal with some of the, uh, it's our best calendar by far. And that's saying a lot because we had a couple of them that uh, there were some great photos in there. But these are all our takes on famous album covers. And uh, we'll have more information on that. Let me take a break. I got a lot of phone calls to get to. Todd says, don't take the phone calls. You're making me such a bad guy. I get like social media tweet. Why do you have a problem with us <laughs> calling the show? Stay in your lane. Book a guest and shut up. Wait, wait what voice was that? I don't know what was that, that was. That. You was look something. like Elmer Fudd. If you had that hat that Elmer Fudd Remember Fud when had. I wore the hat at the show? Yes. Yeah. That, that was terrible. Halloween. You come in as Elmer Fudd. I'm hunting wabbits. Be very, very quiet. I'm hunting wabbits. Take a break. Your phone calls are next on The Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to The Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, or you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. 
Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The all-electric EQS sedan from Mercedes-Benz is luxury and innovation on a truly magnificent scale. It's not just the flagship of the Mercedes-Benz electric lineup. It sets a whole new standard for all luxury electric vehicles. You're going to marvel at this epic 56-inch touch-sensitive hyperscreen featuring self-upgrading next-generation AI and a beautiful, intuitive interface for both driver and front seat passenger. You'll experience next-level comfort in an exquisite spacious, near-silent cabin that makes this flagship feel more like you're piloting a spaceship. And you'll appreciate the graceful aerodynamic design that almost completely eliminates drag for an outstanding operating range of up to 350 miles on a single charge. The EQS is an object lesson in just how far electric mobility has come. The vehicle is all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Take a test drive. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQS. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Unlock the truth. The new Peacock original drama, Dan Brown's The Lost Symbol. Harvard symbologist Robert Langdon must solve a series of deadly puzzles. Stopping a global conspiracy. Stream every action-packed moment now. Only on Peacock. Go to PeacockTV.com to sign up now a couple of phone calls in here uh let's start with jeremy in alabama hi jeremy what's on your mind today uh well the the first thing that i have on my mind is that todd fritz and paul paps have won the mvp of the day with their comments at the end of last hour oh uh if, if you take if you take it in a baseball terms Todd Fritz got a single to right, and Polly brought him home with the go-ahead uh, home run there with the dry rub comment. Owned me. I mean, I'm just glad that the, that Mario didn't answer the phone while I was laughing. Um, right. it, it was so great. Um, and then, uh, then y'all bring it all together with uh, cream rinse, and that, that's. I mean, this is what this show has it everything and and that that's that's why i listen every day well, thank uh, you, Jeremy. but i do have a serious question <laughs> oh okay <laughs> to take a short left turn here um uh, does does urban meyer 
with all of this, does he even try to get a job after this? I mean, you you have to be, as an owner or president of a of a college. Um, after you just look at his track record, there's something. There's a, it may not be something major, but there's always something at every stop he's had. Do you do you take that? Do you ever take that risk? And does the urban ever take that risk again? Thank you, Jeremy, for the phone call. Well, as uh, somebody, a source at USC just uh, sent me a note saying, well, that's one way to end the speculation you're going to coach USC. Um, I, I, I don't know. There's no real reporting going on with Urban Meyer, this situation. It feels like something is there. It doesn't feel like it's done yet. But Shad Khan is, you know, he's the gatekeeper. Does he want to keep Urban Meyer there? Um, I, I mean, I, you have to assess him as a football coach and, and, you know, these universities can go, well, we would never hire him. These universities want to win. Uh, coaches don't like going out this way. Steve Spurrier failed with uh, the Washington football team, then went to South Carolina. Now he didn't have baggage like this, but coaches, when they have that opportunity, you don't want to go out that way. At least you hope that and urban's 57, but if, if you're not going to bring him back or keep him, then it has to be, I think, is his, his ability to be a football coach. Now, you can say that's an ability to lead as well. Um, do I think he's done a, a poor job leading up to this? Yeah, he has. But it's a big transition. We said that at the beginning. Would he have been the person I would have brought in? No. But you got a big name. Big splash, a lot of, uh, and he wouldn't have taken the job if they didn't have Trevor Lawrence. They didn't have the number one pick. If they had like the eighth pick in the draft, do I think Urban Meyer's coming back? The answer is no, I don't think so. Was he ready for this, this kind of environment that you're losing and you don't want to accept it, but you also have to try to absorb it in a way that it doesn't eat you up. And I don't think he's wired that way. What happened at his restaurant uh, you know, that's up for the owner and his wife. Now, as far as do I say, boy, he makes poor decisions. Is that a poor decision? Yes. But I'm going to look at his decisions, what he does on a football field right now. It, to be fair to him, because he is a great coach. Um, is there baggage that goes along with him? Yes, there always has been. But these schools want to win. And the fact that USC was going to hire him. If the president didn't come in, from what I'm told, they were going to hire him. And he could get a job if he wanted to. If he got fired at Jacksonville, he'd get a job in college. I think we were all surprised that you went into that environment. You're going to lose. You got a great quarterback. But you're also going into an environment you can't control. College, you control. Pros, you can't. And as he's found out, and as he said this, every week you're playing Alabama. And that's the difference. Because he's not Ohio State playing Alabama. He's Akron playing Alabama. Big difference there. All right, a few more phone calls in here. Uh, let's see. Glenn in Indiana. Hi, Glenn. Thanks for holding. What's on your mind today? Uh, a couple things, Dan. Uh, first off, 6-2 and a garlic bread fuel 227. I like it. So I wanted to touch on the Lamar Jackson um, talk you were having earlier, Steve Nash, those guys. Yeah. I mean, they're all objectively short, right? 
the APA did a study a couple years ago that said people that are six foot or above earn on average $170,000 more during their lifetimes than someone who's six foot or below. We haven't voted for a president below six feet in 50 years, one in the last 70. So, I mean, it's a quantifiable thing. And these GMs can call it whatever they want. Oh, he's not accurate enough. But at the end of the day, it's just I don't want to pay a guy who's tiny $150 million. And I think that's all that they're really battling, even if they don't say that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I knew somebody who worked at a radio station who wouldn't hire anybody unless they were six feet tall or taller as their sales force. They wanted you to walk into the room and you knew they were walking into the room. That was his logic. He wanted everybody to be six feet tall or taller. That when you walked in, you commanded attention. Uh, Dino in New York. Hi, Dino. Hey, Dan. How you doing? Good, sir. 59206. All right. I really enjoyed the interview with uh, Jim Nance. You know, when you grow up in that time of NFL today, it means more to you when you're younger. And I just feel so privileged to have grown up at that time. And, uh, you know, the iconic music of those shows, you know, the Dutch Masters sponsor commercials. It was just a great time with Jimmy the Greek and Brent and all the whole gang. It was it was just a great show. And it is the standard by which all others are judged, in my opinion. You know, but we were we were blessed to have Monday Night Football with Howard, and uh, this week in baseball with Mel Allen. It was just a great time, and uh, it was a, it was great to uh, reminisce about it. Well, thank you, Dino. Yeah, I thought Jim Nance. It was a great appearance. If you missed it, go to danpatrick.com. You missed any of our interviews, you can go to danpatrick.com. But I thought, you know, Jim doesn't get this opportunity when he does a game. He's not giving opinions. And he doesn't have that room to be able to tell stories. Tony Romo gets that opportunity, those liberties. And I think when Jim comes on, Jim enjoys it. Um, at least I hope he does. Garrett in Maine joins us. Hi, Garrett. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. <clears throat> Five nine one ninety five. Um, working on my wedding vows, and uh, I was wondering how funny can I be? Run a couple by me, Garrett. Oh, I, I'm still working on it, but am I allowed to be funny or not? How about when you come up with them, then call back, and then okay. we'll give you our opinions. Um, my advice is they, they, the more sentimental you are, the better, because you can, you can have a little bit of humor. It's just if it doesn't go well, it really doesn't go well. And I, I would rather be over the top the other way than, than try to, you know, be funny. Uh, so once you get those, let us know, okay? Should I go second as well in case they're bad and she, she's got two sets? So, and then she, she pulls out the bad set to really roast me? Um, I, it does, does your wife or your future wife have a good sense of humor? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is the audience going to have a sense of humor? Do they realize that you guys have a good sense of humor? Well, she did say it's not. It better not be the, the night at the Apollo. So I don't know what that meant. But. Okay. Yeah, Paulie. Like if you said something like, "Jennifer, I love your flexibility," that might not work. <laughs> what the? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He's, this guy's trying to make a joke. That's not. That's okay. That's a terrible joke. Like. No. Okay. Yeah, that's not good. That's that's not good. Uh, no. Okay. I, honey, I love your pliability. <laughs> yes, Todd. TV twelve. 
I TV think that's, 12. I think that's more of a best man kind of speech if you want to be acute or funny. As long as no, not being and even that, best man, no. Best men always screw those things up. But definitely not vows. That's definitely the time to be emotional and tell each other how, how you feel about each other and not try to be funny. Maybe a limerick. Maybe, Maybe a, a limerick. limerick. Yeah, Todd, would you write a limerick? I could do that. But those aren't funny. They're not. <laughs> you could do a limerick Perfect. for Garrett. But I can speak to, the, to being in front of a bunch of people and you think you're funny and you're finding out rapidly that it's not working out and you're not being funny and there's really nothing much more embarrassing than that. Thank you, Todd. You're welcome. Garrett, uh, write them down, and then if you want to run them by us, we'll be more than happy to be your audience. All right. Yes, Steve. And when you call back Garrett with the vows, make sure none of them are funny. Okay. Yeah, you're probably right. All right. Thank you, Garrett. (laughs) That's a huge mistake. Yes. I, I, I always say this. If you're the best man and you give a speech, you're not as funny as you think. And the more beer you drink, the less funnier you are. And go shorter, not longer. That's it. You're not Ryan Reynolds. Just get up there, say some nice things, maybe tell one story, and that's it. One more item. We close out hour two. Stiefel is here to help you. Help you save time and money managing your investments. And it's not like they've been doing this for, I don't know, 10 years or 20 years. They've been doing it for 130 years. You can securely link all your financial accounts using bank level encryption, monitor how all your investments are doing, and you can do it in one place. The Stiefel Wealth Tracker app lets you uh, build your personal balance sheet, track your net worth over time. Stiefel Wealth Tracker also gives you direct access to Stiefel. Stiefel's award-winning equity research, investment strategy views, and more. Stiefel's been helping clients managing their investments for over 130 years. When you need professional guidance, you can use Stiefel's Wealth Tracker app to connect with a Stiefel financial advisor. Get the help you need. Best of all, that Stiefel Wealth Tracker app completely free. Download Stiefel Wealth Tracker on the App Store, Google Play, or at stiefel.com slash tracker. That's S-T-I-F-E-L dot com slash tracker at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bed 365 21 plus only must be present in ohio if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.